busy episode this week, crew. We've got news to share, updates on selling the cows, where to get the good stuff, and lots more. So, crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. And I'm Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Beck. A big thank you to our Ranch It Up lineup, NeoGen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, the Miles City Bucking Horse Sale, Cattleman U and Cattleman U Live, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Note to self, before we go on the air, do not eat about seven pieces of beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pass? so hard to stop. Oh, my gosh. Why is that? That beef jerky, or is it just our beef jerky that we make, that we go insane? Okay. I mean, it's like Copenhagen to me. Oh and I've, I've been off the Copenhagen for almost four years. but That's right. Keep chewing on those toothpicks. Ah, I won't go. I mean, it, why is that? that? I don't know. There's something in beef jerky, and I will give you credit, especially the stuff you've been whipping up lately. You just can't stop. It, it is. It's, well, it's bad. You're the same way. And I know. Sudden, no, I know. Our, our you come cheek. out. He comes out of his studio and comes into mine. And what am I doing? My cheeks. My cheeks look like chipmunks because they're swelled up. Yes, I'm. I'm trying to hide the fact of so how much is it beef the, jerky I've been eating. The sodium. Is it the cure? Is it the salt? Is it the flavoring that a person? All of the above. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's, <laughs> it's just. It's it's just awesome because I love making our homemade beef jerky. I mean, this whole episode is not about beef jerky, but it could be. That's how much Who I love knows? it. Who knows? Maybe down the road we'll sell our oh, own beef jerky. Oh, my goodness. <gasps> she is pure genius. From the good stuff to here's something that might ruffle all our feathers, here's the headline. CEOs of four large U.S. meat packers to testify in congressional hearing. The chief executives of U.S. meat packers Cargill, Tyson Foods, JBS, and National Beef Packing have agreed to testify at a congressional hearing discussing cattle markets and price increases for consumers, according to the House Agriculture Committee Chairman David Scott. Scott said in a statement that it is very important, very vital, and very urgent that we hear the perspectives from the CEOs at these companies and get the full picture of why prices have gone up for consumers and down for ranchers. He goes on to say that in addition to this panel of CEOs, we will be convening a panel of ranchers to hear what consolidation in the beef industry has done to their bottom lines and viability. You know, okay, this one, yes, this one is definitely going to put a burr under everybody's saddle. You know, um, our friend Steve Stratford, a lot yes, of you know Steve. Down um, in Kansas. He, he made a Facebook post. I know he shared an article. It might be this exact one that, that he shared on social media. And I agree with what Steve says because he says, just enforce the laws that we have had for 100 years on the books and we can all stop spending time and money explaining to people that don't understand. It makes all the sense to me, but that is where the questions come in, where what exactly are the laws on the books according to the Packers and Stalkers Act? So again, we we're going to do our investigating into this one too. Women in Ranching is back April 30th and May 1st in Canyon, Texas at West Texas A&M University. We'll be getting updates, by the way, from the crew down in Canyon, Texas. And for those that don't know, Women in Ranching is a program designed to enhance the educational opportunities for women in the agricultural industry. This program includes hands-on activities along with trainings, tours, and so much more. Women in Ranching on Facebook. You can also head to TXCattlewomen.org for more information. Be sure to follow us along Facebook. We're going to try to be doing some 
Facebook Lives from that event, April 30th and May 1st. And then also Women in Ranching, WLA, that's their handle. Follow them on Facebook, by the way. This one is going to be in California, May 9th through the 12th at the PT Ranch. Now, speaking of announcements, on to the next one. For a lot of people, AI season is here. Allied Genetic Resources just released their 2022 Allied Semen Guide. Now, the PDF version is available online at AlliedGeneticResources.com. It's about, what is it, Beck, 120 pages? It's quite the book. Is that what it is, 120 pages? An impressive, listen, the, impressive listing. We'll put it that way. Uh, over 100 sires, 110, if I'm not mistaken there either, semi-genetic, semi-angus, angus, red angus bulls. You can request a hard copy by going on Facebook. You can send them an email. And uh, in case you miss any of this information. As always, reach out to Tigger yeah. and I. We will get you in the right direction. Fire us an email. A lot of people, they will message us over Facebook, which is mm -hmm. fine. You can uh, leave us a message or text us at 707-726-2420. So, you know, a lot of those bulls that we bid on or that we wanted to <laughs> bid on and we never got bought this spring here that a few months ago. That ran away with the checkbook. That you ran away with the checkbook. <laughs> they're in there. So so don't worry, we'll, we'll still get the genetics that we want. We just didn't get the bull bot. Hey guys, Mark Banzi with LivestockMarket.com. Uh, got a couple things for you this week. Don't forget, Wednesday, May 4th, is our spring ranch, rope, and barrel horse online auction. Uh, we're still taking listings for that sale, so I don't have a complete sale bill for you this week, but I'll have it for you guys next week. Um, Horses that are on that sale right now, they're pretty cool. You can go online to livestockmarket.com or equinemarket.com, and you can see them all there along with their photos and videos. Now, these are all ranch broke, experienced horses. Most of them have been out in the feed yard or they've been roping and doctoring out in the pasture, and you can see photos and videos of them uh, doing that stuff. Um, all these horses, every single one, is opening at just $100. There are no hidden reserves on these guys. And so every one of them will sell to the highest bidder. Bidding is going to open for that sale April 17th. So make sure you get in there and get registered in advance. Also, we are going to be putting on a roping stock and horned cattle online auction. We're looking at May 18th for that. So if you have any Coriannies, Longhorns, stuff like that, if you've got anything that you want on that sale, uh, give us a call, 844-775-4762. Or you can check us out online at LivestockMarket.com. Thanks, guys. We've got part two with, you know what? We decided to sell the cows. That's coming up when we come back. What is one of your favorite times of year? And it's right around the corner. Easy branding season. I love branding season. Crew, it doesn't matter if you're selling commercial heifer calves come fall or bulls next spring. Branding season is the time to take samples for genetic testing. Get enrolled in Igenity Branded or Igenity Beef. Add value to those feeder cattle. Add value to your breeding cattle through genetic evaluation tools from, you guessed it, Neogen. We've talked about Cattleman U before. Yes, we have. It's for farmers, ranchers, and beef producers who are hungry for learning, community, and business development. Want to join, become a member? Well, we recommend it. The doors are now open. Head to CattlemanULive.com and get your membership today. Plus... 20% off. Tickets are on sale now for Cattlemen U Live this September 16th through the 18th in Grand Island, Nebraska. We will be there. Cattlemen U memberships and tickets at CattlemenULive.com. The necessities of life, food. 
water, shelter. And your favorite radio hosts, this is Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. And Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Beck, 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 Beck. Join us every week right here for the Ranch It Up Radio Show. And the Bend Radio Show. We talk cattle, market, sale barn reports, news. Cooking, lifestyle, outdoors, recreation. And everything in between. And there's a lot in between. Ranch It Up. And the Bend. Let's get it on. Cattle Battle. Picking up right where we left off last week, this conversation is ongoing in the hotline crew. The hotline has been blowing up with questions. I've been getting lots of emails and lots of messages. So let me just kind of recap this one for you all if I can. Trevor and Bailey Burian from Northwestern North Dakota, they took in a ranching for profit seminar. Beck and I have as well, by the way. We highly recommend it. They are great. Now, during their seminar that they went to, Trevor and Bailey, they wanted to see really how profitable their outfit was or maybe how it wasn't. And once they went through all of the numbers and removed all of the emotion, they came to the realization for their outfit that running cow-calf pairs of their own was not the biggest money-making venture by any means at all. Okay, that's easy to say, yeah, no kidding, but now what do we do? So... The decision was made to sell the cow herd and to use their land and their knowledge and experience of regenerative agriculture to get into the custom grazing business. Hang equipment was sold, as were the cows. Now, here's where they are today. A few different ventures, custom grazing, maybe calving cows for others, just to name a few enterprises, if you will. Now, here is where the questions start to come in. Lots of you asked about the details. Well, I'll have to get you all in touch with Trevor and Bailey for those because you asked me some very specific things that no, I can't answer. Now, others asked about the emotions of selling the cows. Some people even said, what type of grasses are they growing on their ranch to be able to sustain a custom grazing practice even during these dry years? So, Trevor, let's start with part two right here, and let's talk about the grasses that y'all are growing and hoping to get established. Yeah, we're predominantly cool season grasses, and when I when we kind of got started down this regenerative journey in 2019, I didn't know if we had a single warm season grass on our place. I thought it was just all cool season, but once we started giving our pastures that, that rest during the growing season and allow it to, to regrow it and reestablish its root system, we're seeing warm season grasses pop up all over. I mean, we got big blue stem growing all over our all of our waterways and little blue stem growing in the up, upland areas. And there's even switchgrass popping up. And, you know, we didn't put we put some seed down in some areas, but most of these areas don't have any any seed down. And these warm season grasses are, are popping up, which is really important because uh, those cool season grasses, they flush early. But usually by about mid-July, they lose all their nutritional value and they, they basically just turn brown and they're not real palatable. And those warm season grasses can utilize that moisture when it gets hot and they're deep rooted plants and they're, they're very palatable, you know, late July and August when, when not a lot of other stuff is green. So as we kind of wrap up this, this special edition here on, uh, on growing grass is how I'm going to coin the phrase on this one. <laughs> what are you going to do, Trevor, when you're not calving cows next year or even this year yet? I mean, what is this going to be like? Both of you laugh in the background, but but Bailey, all of a sudden you're going to say, my gosh, I have a husband, you know, back in the house again. Yes. What what are y'all going to do um, 
I mean, are you going to miss Calvin Cows Trevor? I mean, I can think of probably hundreds of people that could utilize your service there if you're offering. Um, I think there's a part of it that we're definitely going to miss. I mean, it's so fun to see all the little babies running around in the springtime. Um, this year we are, we sold our cows, but we're actually keeping them and custom grazing them on our own property. So we're going to calve them out and everything. Um, but I think, yeah, maybe we can calve people's cows out for them. But like you said, I have, I have a husband now. Right, right, um, we're right. talking about actually going on vacation and doing fun family things. Like Bailey said, we're going to, we're going to miss that aspect and we're going to, we have one more year doing it. That was, we kind of, when we came up with the idea to sell the cows, you know, there's a lot of people trying to sell cows. There's not a lot of grass around and, you know, we have the hay to feed them. We already had purchased the hay to feed them through the winter. We have the grass to run them. So we figured if we could package that all in a, in a deal. And so that's what we did. So we are still feeding these cows out and we're going to calve them out this year, but this will be, yeah, this will be our last winter. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be so. nice not feeding cows over the winter. Right. So. Well, We're now, talking about even going south and hanging out somewhere where it's warmer. Well, Bailey, now it's just ridiculous. <laughs> now you just made everybody mad. I mean, you, you, y'all had us, but now you just made us upset with you. I mean, you just didn't have to rub it in. I mean, now there's going to be uh, a number of people that will that have been listening and have been saying, hmm, interesting. Now, I'm not going to share your numbers, but I will share this. Would you be willing to... Um, visit with people that they can get a hold of us and we'll get them in touch with you to share your story a little bit more to to talk more in depth of co- of course to share some of those uh costs that you come up with i'm assuming that's the case but i need to ask are you willing to really go in depth with people with questions yeah absolutely we kind of especially at the ranch and for profit deal when we went to that we're just like we're going to be an open book we're just going to tell our story. We're going to be transparent with our numbers and our situation. And uh, we really just kind of been an open book. I will say if people hear this and they're looking for grass, we're completely stocked full and have a list 20 p- people long of uh, <laughs> trying, trying to find, find pasture. I wonder if you want to run our cows. Yeah, you could contact uh, either of us on, on Facebook. And I'm more than willing to talk to you on Messenger or give you my phone number and we can have a phone conversation because I think there is an opportunity for for people to be more profitable. You know, it's a big financial load even buying a cow. We don't think about the money we have tied up in that cow herd. Mm-hmm. And if we had that money liquid in our bank account, could we put that somewhere else and it make money? And so there's an opportunity cost that goes into to owning cows. I would definitely recommend everybody that's an egg go to ranching for profit make a point to go because like you kind of touched on doesn't mean sell your cows but it's a very helpful course and can help you crush paradigms and make good decisions to make your ranching business more profitable well it's a it's very much a uh, a look at yourself in the mirror or look at your operation in the mirror because it force mm-hmm. if you do it right it forces you to be very transparent good, bad, and ugly. Absolutely. And I guess I just reiterate, we've been asked a bunch of times, like, what are they telling people? They do not tell you to sell your cows. That Yeah, that's they, a decision ask, we made for ourselves after they, looking at our operation. You don't even have to show them your numbers if you don't want. But if you're willing to show them your numbers, they're willing to give you their opinion. And when we showed them ours, the question was, well, should you own cows? Could mm-hmm. you make this profit elsewhere? Could you make more profit in a different livestock enterprise? And for us, that was yes. And 
when that answer is yes, it, the decision is easy. Trevor and Bailey, thank you so much. One more time, I wanted to have you all back on and, and help answer some of those listener questions, like about the grasses and the, <laughs> the herded so many times. What the heck is going on selling the cows? So Trevor and Bailey, thank you so much again. And if we can help pass along some information or get you in touch with Trevor and Bailey, just give us a holler here at the Ranch It Up studio. Now, the numbers from Kirk, both sale reports, and more when we come back. The Mile City Bucking Horse Sale presents horse racing for two great weekends. Make a trip of it with our Superfecta package with great deals on hotel accommodations, dining, and drink specials from these Mile City businesses. Go to BuckingHorseSale.com to get your Superfecta package today. Want to add just a little bit of spice to your event, your customer appreciation supper, your banquet, your meeting? Oh, yeah. Well, bring in us, Beck and I, your keynote speakers, hosts, MCs, a host couple. We'll make them laugh, even cry tears of joy. Call us today. Hey, it's Mark Van Z with LivestockMarket.com. Every week we hear from one of our great partners with updates, info, schedules, reports, and everything in between when it comes to buying and selling livestock and hay online and private treaty. LivestockMarket.com is a centralized online platform of all types of livestock as well as hay and straw. They brought you Tractor House and Auction Time, LivestockMarket.com on Facebook too. Thanks guys. Have a great week. Spring has sprung, and I know you have everything going through your mind from calving to spring planting. Are we going to get enough rain? Are we going to have enough hay? I understand this. But remember, it's not too late to add Allied Genetic Resources genetics into your bull battery. Now, spring may be here, but bull buying season is far from over. There's still lots of Allied sales one can attend. Make a difference and add Allied Genetic Resources to your program. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back, everybody, and thanks for staying with us. Kirk Donsbach, StoneX Financial Incorporated. Kirk, before we get things going, last week uh, you, like us, got some much-needed precipitation. Now, did you get a large amount of snow at your place, or was it manageable, or did Mother Nature kind of rear her ugly head, or what happened? At my place here specifically, it, it, Mother Nature reared her head a little bit. We got about nine inches of snow. Unfortunately, it was more of the dry snow that you get when it's so cold. Probably the bad news relative to the calves and calving was that it came with uh, quite a bit of wind. It was quite cold for April, along with the snow. I know there's a lot of people that are still assessing the damage that they don't know, you know, how many calves they lost, or they don't know that literally still digging out. So there's some people, this is what has been so crazy about this year. There are some people that have been avoiding the tornadoes. There are some people that are praying that it will dry out, that they can get moving on some things. They're fighting excessive moisture. There are people, you know, where we're at that is so darn dry that that we don't know what we're going to do going into spring. And then all of a sudden, there's some of us that just got dumped with three feet of snow. So it has been it has been one for the record books. And I, I think it's safe to say that no matter where you are or where you're listening to this, you are absolutely ready for a new day to come, <laughs> ready for a change and for things to settle down a little bit. I'm definitely tired of the white stuff. I, I would uh, enjoy seeing some rain. <laughs> Amen. So what uh, what happened last week in the markets? Kirk and I, we were, we were kind of, we always talk off air during the break. And, and uh, I was visiting with you, Kirk, and I said, you know, where we were at, 
you know, we had a lot of a lot of things shut down for three, four days. So we didn't really watch what the markets were doing. We were paying so much attention to the weather and all of our other stuff that we had to. So what happened, where it happened, how it happened, fill me in along with everybody else, if you would, please. As of Friday, April 14th, the May feeders closed at 161.67 and a half. That's up 210 on the week with the CME feeder index at 155.95. And I think it's important to take note of that. Uh, the feeder index really hasn't gone anywhere as futures have gyrated all over the place. Um, that would leave the feeder index only six tenths lower on a week over week basis. The cash basis is a negative 175 against the April. Uh, just take note, I quoted the basis against the April futures because that's the closest where I quoted the May feeder futures price. Moving to June live cattle, they closed the week at 136.35. That's also up 237 and a half, with cash trading 139 in the south to 144 to 145 in the north, up three to five bucks. So you you asked what was the news for the week, and if, if your head was buried in a snow pile trying to dig out calves, that's the news you missed. Uh, cash traded quite positively, leaving our basis negative 162 and a half in the south to positive 437 and a half in the north our weekly slaughter was down a little bit at 634,000 uh that's 37,000 lower than last week but last week we had a home run of a slaughter week box beef closed with choice at 272.62 up for the at least fourth week in a row two dollars and 15 cents higher and finally may corn uh just higher and higher closed at 791 up 23 cents on the week you can sign yourself up for Kirk's free newsletter. You can text the word cattle, C-A-T-T-L-E-2, 33777. And I need to put a plug in about this because for those of you that like to read comments verbatim, Kirk will do that. And he describes in very easy language to follow along what's going on, why it happened, where it happened. And then if you're like me and you're a chart guy and you like to look at the charts and you like to look at the 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 pictures and kind of put that together. Kirk has that as well. Takes the screenshots from uh, a number of different services that uh, that you use to go through and help us clients. So, Kirk, I appreciate you, and uh, I hope you get dug out, dried out. But we do have to be thankful for the moisture when it's all said and done. I would agree with that. We'll we'll take the moisture even if it comes in snow. Definitely tired of snow though. Kirk, thanks so much for that report. Kirk, by the way, he got half of what we received for snow. Those that aren't aware, we live up in the north, and Tigger and I spent several days, along with all the other ranchers out there, digging out. I don't want to relive this. <laughs> well, you know, this is one thing. I don't want to do it again. It was a history maker for the It was the, supposed to be snow. Easter weekend. Yes, yes. Well, all this snow could end up changing a lot of people's spring planting plans. Not just plans, but I'm going to watch the prices really closely. There was a number of people in the western part of where we live that we're trying to put down fertilizer already if they had it and they've said that it's going to be now till the middle of may before they're going to be able to get into the fields and plant wheat so i'm going to be watching that closely folks i have three bull sales here that we want to share the results for dlcc ranch dar and lynn geis and the family had a history making sale in piers minnesota this past weekend Dar will be hitting the road soon, delivering cattle from California to New York and Canada all the way south to New Mexico. 84 bulls averaged 39.26, 40 open heifers averaged 25.55, 
Nine fall bred heifers averaged 2266. 13 cow calf pairs averaged 3181. And they had a high selling bull that sold for 15,000. And he is on his way to Iowa. And that was South Devon Poundmaker and Navigator cattle. The Stuber Ranch of Bowman, North Dakota averaged 4826 on 86 Hereford bulls. 65 registered open heifers averaged a tick over 3,000. 105 commercial open Hereford heifers averaged 1249. 53 black baldy open heifers averaged 1359. And lot 83 was a sale topper at 21,500. And he is heading south to Nebraska, home of Van Newkirk Herefords. And lastly, the Linscoff Thiel Ranch of Isabel, South Dakota. 165 Charley Bulls averaged $11,279 and 69 Angus Bulls. Get this, everyone. They averaged $15,145. And I'm going to say our postman is rejoicing that bow sale season (laughs) is coming to an end because it's been, I think I only got, what, one in the mail last week? Two maybe? Not that I'm depressed or anything. I'm just saying. All right, everybody, a reminder for those that have been wanting to participate. We are having a contest, and yes, it has been a best of calving video or calving pictures. So please keep sending them in. We are enjoying getting all of them. Reminder, you can email your entries to ranchitupshow at gmail.com. You can tag us on social media at Ranch It Up show. And we've been getting lots and lots from this past weekend, and especially the northern producers who were struggling in the blizzard. And I think a Montana producer is in the lead thus far, if I'm not mistaken, but we're going to have to wait another another week or two for all the entries to come in. So with that, it's going to wrap it up for today. A big thanks from our crew to yours, Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com, Trevor and Bailey Burian, Kirk Donsbach from Stonex Financial Incorporated, and of course to you, Boss Lady Beck. And a big thanks to our partners, Neogen, Ally Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, the Mile City Bucking Horse Sale, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Now, crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. We have lots more than just posting our shows, by the way. We have stuff all week long, so make sure you head over and follow us there. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. You can call and text us 24-7, the studio hotline, 707-RANCH-20. Spread the good word and join us again next week, where it's always Tigger and Beck. See how I do that? (laughs) Tigger and Boss Lady Approved. So, crew, stay ranchy and... Ranch it up.